Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. So Elijah was calm. Elijah was compassionate. The third thing was, and this is, this is it, Elijah was confident. Elijah was confident. Verse 21 says, He stretched himself upon the child three times and cried unto the Lord and said, O oh Lord my God, I pray unto you, let this child's soul come into him again. Now this is confident praying here. It says, he stretched himself upon the child. Three times he stretched himself upon the child. He said, oh God, let this child's breath come into him. I'm saying he's praying there with some passion. It says that he cried. If you were here Wednesday night for our Power Up Adult Bible study, we began to dissect that word cried. It's the same word in the Old Testament is, is, to, is to cry out or to call out. It's the same word when God said, call unto me, I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. It's not the word of a whimper. It's not the word of silent prayer. It's the word of agony. It's the word of passion. It's the word of being in pain and lifting up your voice with no shame and crying out, God, let the breath come back in this boy. It's being unashamed of who might be listening. It's being driven in desperation to the point that, you know what, I just don't care if they hear me. I'm going to cry out to God. And I've studied that word cry and call out many, many years ago. And there seems to be something, there seems to be something about the heart of God. When we lift our voices and cry out to God, there seems to be something about the heart of God. He doesn't seem to be able to help himself. <laughs> when his children cry out to him. So with passion, he cries out. But he also cries out persistently. He cried out three times. He cried to the Lord. He cried to the Lord. He cried to the Lord. I can't prove this, but I believe he would have kept crying to the Lord until the Lord heard him. If it were four or five or six, I can't prove that, but that's what I believe when we read the rest of the story. And so he, he prayed with passion. He prayed with persistency. But here's the whole message I want you to get right here, right now. He prayed with possibility. He prayed with possibility. Oh, he was passionate. Oh, he was persistent. He kept going and kept going and kept going until he was assured that God heard him and answered him. But he prayed with great possibility. I've gone back and looked over and over in the past couple or two or three or four weeks. This is the first recorded resurrection from the dead in the Bible. Now, if somebody dies today, you have a point of reference. There were some resurrections in the Old Testament. There were some resurrections in the New Testament. We're hearing testimonies of resurrections around the world. We have points of reference. 
In other words, we can do this. God, you raise that boy from the dead, you can do this. God, you raise the widow from Nain something, you can do this. God, you raise Jesus from the dead, you can. Elijah had no, watch this, Elijah had no biblical word point of reference. Here's what I'm going to say Elijah's prayer, this is good, Brother Peter. Elijah's prayer was not birthed out of the Word of God. Whoa, you said, wait a minute, you're telling us all the time to pray the Word, pray the Word. Yes, pray the Word. But in this case, Elijah's prayer was not birthed out of the Word of God. There was no Word of God that said anybody could be raised from the dead. There was no reference of God ever raising anybody from the dead. So what? So did it just pop into Elijah's mind? Oh, pray they'll get raised from the dead. Yeah. It had to have. It popped into his mind. I'm thinking God put it in his mind. You ready for this? So Elijah's prayer, listen, was not birthed out of the Word of God. You ready? It was birthed out of the greatness of God. God was molding Elijah. God was preparing Elijah. Watch this. Elijah was experiencing the unlimited presence of God out in the wilderness where nobody else was until he got to Zarephath. Elijah had already experienced the unlimited presence of God. Elijah was afforded the unlimited provision of God. He had enough day by day by day by day by day. Surely something in the mind of Elijah was thinking this, if God can provide for me that way, if God can be present for me this way, if God can take me through enemy country and preserve my life, surely God can do what everybody else thinks is impossible because for me, those were impossible. And so his prayer was birthed out of the greatness of God because Elijah had been walking with the Lord and surely Elijah recognized what I call the track record of God. God had a track record with Elijah. God had already turned impossibilities into possibilities. Maybe in the heart of Elijah, this is just another one. Maybe to Elijah, the boy coming back from the dead was just as easy for God to do as sending ravens. It's also cool. Remember the ravens were unclean birds that brought the, the, the food to Elijah. That was pretty cool to me that God would use unclean birds. And now Elijah is ceremonially unclean by touching a dead body. <laughs> you see what your desperation will do? You see what, I'm saying? You see what your desperation will do? Your desperation won't take you back to all the rules and regulations you're supposed to keep. Your desperation will say, I need God. So his desperation, he cries out. God hears his prayer. God answers his prayer. But wouldn't you like to just watch this? The boy comes back to life. Elijah takes him downstairs and says, um, I'm just using my sanctified imagination. Psst. Hey, get off the phone. Stop texting. <laughs> hey. Um, you can put the funeral on hold. He, I don't know how he did it. Here's your son. He's alive. Can you imagine the joy? Can you imagine the joy? And then she said, oh, <laughs> surely you're a man of God. <laughs> and the word you spoke... It's truth. It's truth. 
she recognized he's a man of God, but she also realized the message he proclaimed was truth. The word truth there means stable, faithful. So confirmed in her heart, everything this man was saying from the Lord was stable, faithful, everything. So we go back to that song we sang a few minutes ago, which is right out of Corinthians. All the promises of God are yes and in Him they're amen. So through a dead boy, God's teaching us through Elijah, impossible. No says I. No says I. What could be more impossible than that? So I ask you a question. Are you faced with an impossibility? I mean humanly possible. Are you facing an impossibility in your life? Jesus said all things are possible to those that believe. Can't you go back to God's Word for reference? Can't you go back to God's track record with you and let God take what you think is impossible and turn it into possible? Can you do that? Will you do that?